Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical. The goal is to spread the love, light, truth, acceptance, and oneness that is Jesus Christ himself. Here at the Jesus Witch Podcast, we believe all people are loved by God and all people are loved by Jesus. We believe in community and the power of fellowship. We believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need. And above all, we believe in the power of creating a relationship with Jesus that is authentic and unique to you. Join me for new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Osaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on both TikTok and on Instagram. This week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast is going to be a little bit different because I want to dive into a specific Bible verse, one that's thrown at me all the time on TikTok, and I want to talk about it, what it means, um, what the verse actually says, what Jesus says before the verse and after the verse, and really dive into this particular part of the Bible to see if it should be used against witchy people or not. Before we hop into this week's episode, I just want to remind you to subscribe to the Jesus Witch Podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on and please give us a rating of five stars because that really helps get the word out about the show and if you would like to help support the Jesus Witch podcast you could do so on Patreon or by heading over to my Etsy shop where I offer things like talking to Jesus tarot readings, Bible-based spells, and so much more. Without further ado, let's hop into this week's episode and talk about the verse Matthew 6, 24. So Matthew 6, 24 is a verse that is constantly left to me as a comment on my TikTok as a way of proving that I am wrong. However, when this verse is left as a comment on one of my TikTok videos, it's always, 100% of the time, done so in a prefaced manner where they're not explaining and quoting the entire verse. What they'll say is, you cannot serve two masters. But the verse is so much more than that and it provide, it needs so much more context to actually understand what the verse is. So today I wanted to dive into that. So firstly, let's read the verse and let's see what the entire verse is um, to get a little bit more of an idea about the context of the verse itself. So Matthew 6, 24 says, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and you will love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. When the phrase, you cannot serve two masters, is left to me on a comment um, on TikTok, it's usually referring to the fact that you cannot serve God and the devil. So people are insinuating that because I'm a witch who works with Jesus, I'm clearly doing something demonic because I am serving two masters. However, Jesus says, (laughs) serving two masters means you cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. These verses in the Bible, these are the ones that are written in in red letters, meaning these are the words that Jesus himself spoke. They're not just random words that were added in here. So Jesus thought it was really important for us to know that we can't serve two masters. We cannot love God and be enslaved to money. But what does that mean? Because obviously you need money to survive, especially if you live in the United States where it's a more capitalistic society. You have to work and you have to make money to, you know, feed your family to get your basic needs met. So what does being enslaved 
slave to money actually mean. For that context, we're going to be looking at Matthew 6 verses 19 through 23, which says, Don't store up treasures here on earth, where the moths eat them and the rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven, where the moths and rust cannot destroy and the thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there will be the desires of your heart will be. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. After this phrase, that's when Jesus goes on to say, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. So in Matthew 6, 19 verses 23, Jesus is saying how we cannot store up treasures here on earth. How all these things that we have here are temporary because the earth is temporary and our lives here on earth are ultimately temporary. And he's telling us instead to store up our treasures in heaven. So what does that mean? What do we know about heaven from Jesus, right? So he tells us it's a place of love, it's a place of peace, it's a place of light. He tells us that in order to get into heaven, we have to become like little children and think like they do. He tells us this in Matthew 18, 3. Most of what Jesus says about heaven in the Bible is really like emotional. It talks about like the way that we feel, the way we perceive things, the way that we express our light, the way that we honor God and we honor spirit. Um, it does not have anything to do with physical stuff and physical things because obviously heaven isn't a physical place it's in the spirit realm right so it is more important to focus on these emotional things now a quick break from this week's episode of the jesus witch podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show one way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you could choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier, tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, wheel of the year holiday, and zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers, as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell, as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers, as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one -on -one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, The Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus witch or Christian witch specific mystery boxes, and custom spell oils. 
Over on my Etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me. I offer tarot readings for your inner child, channel messages from Jesus or from Lilith. I also have a listing for general tarot readings. You could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with. Or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch Church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast, and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is the Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of the Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon wishlist helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show. So how do we do that? Jesus is really awesome because he tells us how to do that um, in the next couple of verses in Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. Jesus says, This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food to drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cared so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, he will certainly have more care for you. Why do you have such little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will I eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These are things that unbelievers think about. But your heavenly father already knows all of your needs. Seek first the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring on its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. In these verses, Jesus is talking more about being mindful than anything. 
worrying is such an easy thing to do. And I feel like especially now during the times that we're living in when everything feels so stressful and like personally I can't even watch the news anymore because anytime I turn it on I feel like I can't breathe because it's just so incredibly stressful to think about the times um, that we're living in. And I feel like as kind of like altruistic as a message as Matthew 6 as these verses are you know just simply saying do not worry because it's not going to add an hour to your life as like simple and you know basic as it is I feel like it's really good advice because ultimately like worrying does not add an hour to your life in fact what we do know from science is that stress and worrying can take hours off of your life so it's not productive to do these things and obviously like people struggle with mental health issues issues and sometimes we cannot um, help the way that we worry but what we can do is still have faith even in the midst of anxiety in the midst of worrying that the things that we truly need will be provided to us it's a really cheesy quote but mr worldwide pitbull himself said it best that any day above ground is a good day and i feel like that's really what jesus is asking us to recognize in these verses in matthew 6 that as long as we're here as long as we're breathing as long as we're loving others and we're storing up that treasure for heaven it is a good day and as I say these things, I don't want you to feel like I am discounting like anxiety as a mental illness because I understand that there are some anxieties that we genuinely cannot help feeling. Um, and I struggle a lot with anxiety myself, so I definitely understand that. I just feel like you can have that anxiety, that more like uncontrollable anxiety that you can't really tame alongside this like faith that says hey I know that God's gonna provide even when my body's telling me otherwise even when like my anxiety's telling me otherwise I know that spirit's looking out for me I know that Jesus is looking out for me and it's a lot about like um, taking your thoughts and making them captive to Christ. That is actually a verse in 2 Corinthians 10.5, which says, demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Long story short, this verse means to gain control over what you think about yourself and what you think about life. And again, I understand that this is something that's more easy said than done, and there might be a lot of other steps that you need to take in order to have this kind of perspective change, um, such as therapy or possibly medication or working with some sort of functional medicine doctor to work on any um, health issues that may be contributing to your anxiety, or even just journaling could help, or, you know, there's a lot of other mundane things that may need to be happening alongside you taking your thoughts and making them captive to Christ or trying to live a more Matthew 6-esque type lifestyle. But this is something that Jesus encourages us to do. And he very clearly says in Matthew 6, 33, but seek first his kingdom and righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So as long as you're trying, right, and you're looking towards Jesus, he will make himself known, he will make himself present, and he will involve himself in your life and in your practice. So as we just learned, nowhere in these verses does Jesus mention serving any other gods, practicing witchcraft, doing divination, or anything of that sort. These verses have everything to do with money and having pure intentions with your heart 
With these verses, I feel like Jesus is showing us that sin isn't always simply a physical action, that it more so involves the intentions behind your heart. You could be a wealthy person and somebody who makes a decent amount of money and also be generous with that money. But at the same time, you could be a wealthy person who doesn't give any of their money away. So is the sin being wealthy or is the sin not helping others? You know what I'm saying there? So that's really like the gist of these verses here. For me, these verses have everything to do with perspective, how I look at life, how I treat other people, how I treat myself, and nothing to do with witchcraft. I really hope that this conversation about Matthew 6 verses 19 through 34 helped you gain more understanding and perspective um, of the Bible and of Jesus's words, and specifically that whole verse talking about we cannot serve two masters. Because it's very clear the two masters that Jesus is talking about, and the church or evangelical people really like to twist this verse and make it be something that it's not. Um, so I just wanted to talk about it because it's one that I constantly get thrown at me. It's one that I've had to <laughs> memorize pretty fully. And I really do love these verses when they're in context because I feel like they're really important and something that um, is just comforting to read, especially in the times that we're living in. So if you enjoyed this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast, please subscribe to us on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on and give the show a rating of five stars to help get the word out. If you would like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon or heading over to my Etsy shop and grabbing the Talking to Jesus reading with me or any of the other things that I offer there. I have Bible-based spells, astrology readings, all the things. Or you could simply share the show with a friend who you think would like this kind of podcast because that also really helps. So now it's time for my favorite part of the podcast, our verse of the day, 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 day. And technically, this is our first verse of the year because um, for our in bulk episode, we didn't have a verse of the day since it was like a live episode. Um, but today, our verse of the day is Luke 6, 28. And I picked this one for this episode for a very, very, very specific reason. And this verse says, bless those who curse you, pray for those who hurt you. Like I said before, the Bible is used against me a lot on TikTok. And I'm sure if you have alternative views of the Bible, sometimes the Bible gets used against you too. And it is so easy to sit there and be like, this stupid person, they know nothing. I want them to hurt. I want blah, 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 blah. It's so easy to turn around and be angry and let that like frustration that you're feeling from the words that they said to you um, pour out and like send negative energy onto them. But that's not what Jesus asks of us. He asks us to pray for our enemies and bless those that curse you. So whenever I get a nasty comment on TikTok, I say, thank you so much for your energy. I hope you have a wonderful day. I don't comment this. I say this in my head and I click on the person's place, block, delete their comment. Goodbye. I bless them and let them go. Right. And again, it would be easy for me to debate with them. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. The amount of times I want to debate with them, there are times where I'll like literally screenshot a comment and I'll send it to my husband or I'll send it to my friends and I'll be like, I'll send whatever response I want to send there and just be like, I needed to get that out, you know, but at least I'm not directing it to that person. Um, so it is a hard thing to do, but ultimately it makes you better than that person. And I mean, like, I know it's, we're not trying to be better than that person. We're trying to be more Christ-like, but like, do you want to stoop down to the level of somebody who's trying to intentionally hurt you? Or would you rather rise above that? Personally, I would rather rise above that because I don't want to prove the people who are saying negative things about me right. And I feel like if I stoop to their level, that's what I'm doing. Um, 
So that's a little bit of food for thought on that verse. I hope that makes sense. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.